0: In John 15, 8, Jesus said to his followers, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So the big question is, how do we become true disciples of Jesus Christ, who produce much fruit and bring great glory to the Father? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rod Nichols, and welcome to the True Disciple Podcast. Welcome to True Disciple number 8. This is Rod Nichols and I'm really glad you're listening because the body of Christ needs what I'm going to talk about today. Now hopefully you're caught up on the messages and you've listened to the previous seven. If not, you can always find them at www.truedisciple.info That's www.truedisciple.info in the weekly messages area. Now this week we're going to be talking about authority. I'm sure that you recognize that we're living in a crazy world with a lot of turmoil. And, well, frankly, it's not going to get any better. In fact, when we look at the prophetic books in the Bible, we can see that it's going to get worse, much worse. But the good news is that in John 16:33, Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. See, Jesus will be with us through the Holy Spirit as we face the troubles that will surely come. Now, the second piece of good news is that we have been given authority over the earth. We see this in Genesis 1.26. Let them have dominion over, and then there's a whole bunch of fishes and animals and things, all the earth. Let them have dominion over all the earth. Now, we know that this dominion was lost to Satan when Adam and Eve were disobedient, but Jesus legally bought back that dominion or that authority on the cross. And in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen he says, All authority in heaven and in earth have been given to me. Now this authority was given back to Jesus as a representative of mankind for mankind, which is why he continues by saying in verses 19 and 20, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now when therefore is used to begin a sentence, it means for this reason relating to what was just said. Jesus just said that he had all authority, and so for that reason the disciples were being sent out to make disciples, baptize, and teach. See, Jesus is the head of the body of Christ, and all the true disciples are the body. The head and the body have the same authority. It it wouldn't make any sense otherwise. It would be like when you're in a job and somebody gives you responsibility but no authority. You can't get anything done. If the head has authority but the body doesn't and the body is the one trying to do the work, then nothing can get done. Plus, according to 1 Corinthians 1.30, we are in Christ, and Christ is in us. 2 Corinthians 13.5 and Galatians 2.20. So we have the same authority that Jesus had when he walked the earth. Well, what is it exactly that we have authority over? Well, let's look at what Jesus modeled authority over in the Bible. First, He had authority over sickness, disease, and every kind of body ailment out there. Jesus healed the sick, the lame, the blind, the deaf, the mute. The Gospels are full of these healings. Here are just a few examples. In Matthew 9.35, it says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. He healed every disease, and sickness. Just by touching the hem of Jesus' robe, the woman with the issue of blood was healed in Matthew nine twenty 20-22. Jesus healed ten lepers in Luke seventeen twelve through 16 Jesus healed a lame or crippled man in Mark 2, 9-12. Jesus healed a blind man in John 9, 6-7. These are just a few of the thousands and thousands of healings that undoubtedly occurred during his 3-year ministry. The second thing that Jesus had authority over was nature. In Mark 4:35 through 41, we see that Jesus had authority over weather as he speaks to the storm and it calms. In Mark 11:12 through 25, Jesus cursed a fig tree and it died from the roots up. Third, Jesus had authority over demons. Now these are the angels that rebelled with Lucifer or Satan and were cast out of heaven. They're spiritual beings that we can't see, just like we can't see angels, the the heavenly angels. And also it's important to know that they have no power over us. They can only speak lies to us as Satan did in the garden to Adam and Eve. And the only power they have over us is if we believe those lies, just like we saw with Adam and Eve. They're there is an effect when we are disobedient to God. Now in Matthew 8:28 through 34 we see Jesus speak to two demon-possessed men and the demons leave. He also cast demons out of a young boy in Matthew 17:18, out of a mute man in Luke 11:14, and uh, there were many other examples of this throughout the gospels. The fourth area that Jesus showed authority over was death. Jesus raised a dead girl in Luke 8:40 through 56. He raised his friend Lazarus after being dead for 4 days in John 11:1 through 44. Jesus also stopped a funeral procession carrying the casket of a widow's only son and raised him back to life in Luke 7:11 through 16. All of this is amazing, but it's really easy to say that Jesus could do all these things because he was God. And this is true. He was God except that we see in Philippians 2.7 that when he came to earth, the Son of God emptied himself of his God attributes, or some versions say that he gave up his divine privileges so that he could be born as a normal human child, except that he was born through the Holy Spirit rather than earthly father, so there was no sin nature in him like the rest of us. He had to be able to grow in wisdom and stature as any child would, Luke two fifty two. And then to die as a flesh and blood man on the cross as the perfect sacrifice for the sins of mankind. He couldn't die as God. He had to die as a man. He had to have flesh. He had to have blood. There had to be a blood sacrifice in order to redeem the sins of all mankind. Now Jesus also didn't have any special abilities except that that was given to him by the Father. John 5.19 confirms this, when Jesus himself said, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. Even the amazing things that Jesus said, all the wisdom that he gave was not from him. In John twelve forty nine, Jesus himself said, For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. All that I have spoken. From these scriptures we can see that the Son of God, as the man named Jesus, operated as a human, relying on the Holy Spirit inside him to show him what to do and tell him what to say. All the power of the miracles came from the Father through the Holy Spirit. All the wise teachings, again, came from the Father through the Holy Spirit who was living inside Jesus. Well, if you are a believer, the Holy Spirit lives inside you. And just like Jesus, you can have access to what the Father is doing and saying through the Holy Spirit you also have the same authority that Jesus had. This is exactly why Jesus said in John 14:12, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Wow! So Jesus has restored our dominion authority. And when we turn our lives over to Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit who gives us direct access to the Father. We can do what Jesus did. We can say what Jesus said with the same power and with the same authority that he had. In fact, we should be doing what Jesus did and saying what Jesus said. So why aren't we? Unbelief. We see an example of this in Matthew 17, 16, when when a man brought his son to the disciples and they couldn't heal him. Jesus said to the disciples, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here. And then Jesus healed him. When we aren't walking in the authority given to us by God, then we're just like those disciples. We're an unbelieving and perverse generation. If we weren't, then the miracles such as Jesus performed would be common around believers. We'd see them all the time, every day. Jesus confirmed this in Mark 16, 17-20 when he said, These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages." They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven, sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand, and the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. The Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. The disciples did what Jesus was doing. Now, I don't know about the picking up snakes and the drinking poison. I I don't necessarily encourage that, but the rest I've seen and done. Unfortunately, we don't see this enough. So as true disciples of Jesus Christ, your mission is to speak in a new tongue, the gift of tongues. Speak directly to God to build yourself up. And in the powerful name of Jesus, you will drive out demons and lay hands on the sick and they will be made well. You will also, when necessary, speak to weather. And with the power and authority given to you by Jesus, the weather will obey. I received my spiritual language in 2000. And I can, I can really say that it's truly built me up to be able to tackle all the things that have come my way. It's also helped me, I believe, in my understanding of the Word of God and in my relationship with the Father. So if you're a believer, you've already received the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit comes all of the spiritual gifts. So they're inside you. All you have to do is ask God to activate the gift of tongues if you don't have your spiritual language already, for your own personal edification, and then, after you've asked, in faith, open your mouth and speak. Now, what comes out of your mouth won't sound like English. It probably won't even sound like any kind of earthly language, because it's not. It's not an earthly language. It's a heavenly language. Don't allow the demonic influences there to lie to you and tell you that it's not real that it's not from God that it's not a real language that you're just making it up if you've asked God for it God is going to answer and he'll give it to you now if you don't get it right away that's okay then just continue to believe and open your mouth up in faith there's probably some sort of unbelief in there that's keeping you from receiving your spiritual language Now, I've also sensed the presence of demons at times. And in the name of Jesus, I've commanded them to leave. And I've seen people who were clearly either possessed or at least motivated by demons, delivered of those demons. I've also laid hands on the sick, and they've recovered. And I've had people lay hands on me when I was sick, and I've recovered. I've witnessed miraculous healings of broken bones, cancer, Heart disease, many other types of ailments. All possible by stepping out in faith. Now, I've also experienced authority over nature, as I've spoken to a number of storms, and they've moved away from where we were. One time it was to play around a round of golf with my best friend, <laughs> another was to have a prayer time outside. And recently it was to protect our swimming pool from a dust storm that was heading our way. And after I spoke to it, it suddenly took a hard turn and went away from us. Now, I don't have any power in any of this. None of this is about me. This is all about the authority through Jesus. I have not witnessed the raising of the dead. I have on one occasion with a group of people prayed for a dead child, but that child was not raised from the, from the dead. I, I don't know why. Just like sometimes we pray for the sick and they don't immediately get well, or we pray for someone who's injured or or crippled in some way and they're not immediately healed. Uh, We don't know. Our job is just to step out in faith and do what Jesus said to do. The rest of it is all going to be done through God. It's not that's not our, our job. It's not our we're not the healers, uh we're we're not the the power people. We just have the authority to speak, to lay hands, to do the things that Jesus did, and then rely that God is gonna do the, the actual work. So are you a true disciple of Jesus? If so, then he's expecting you to do what he did. And with all of us walking in faith for supernatural miracles, we will do even greater than what he did. Well, that's it for message number eight. I really hope that you're not just going to listen to the word, but as James said, be a doer of the word. Step out in faith this week. If you encounter someone who's sick, lay hands on them and pray for them. Your job is just to extend your faith and speak, pray over them, It's God's job to do the healing. If you have the opportunity, you sense a demon or you encounter someone that seems to be possessed by a demon, speak to that demon or speak to the weather. Exercise your faith. If you have the opportunity to speak over someone who's dead, do it. But don't do it on your own. Don't do it just to see whether it's going to work or not. We can't do this stuff on our own. We have to wait for the promptings of God. Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. He only said what he heard the Father say. We need to be the same way. We need to wait for the promptings of God. If someone is sick and we're not feeling prompted by God to lay hands on that person, then don't do it. The power's not there. The faith is not there. And in every situation, it's that way. There, there have been many times when there have been storms, but I've not felt prompted by God to speak to the storm. There have been times when the, there have been people around that I could see and, and sense were demon-possessed or demon-motivated in some way, and, but I didn't feel prompted to pray for them. So I didn't. But step out in faith this week. Listen for what God is saying to you. Open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing in situations. And then when he prompts you, step out in faith and use the authority that Jesus gave you and the miraculous will follow that. I'd love to hear about your experiences. Anything that you experience, email it to me at rod at truedisciple.info. That's rod at truedisciple.info. Well, thanks for listening Tune in next week for message number nine on fasting. It's going to be a great message. Lots of power there. Have a great week, and may the Lord abundantly bless you in your walk as a true disciple.